The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. It is almost the end of the month again, next week, or a few days, like more than a week, in less than two weeks. I will be on my way to the Philippines to empower leaders so that they can empower others. The theme is Empowered to Empower. And then the following week, I will be meeting with the young people from 14 years old and older. And I'm excited about that too. The theme for that is Destined for Greatness. I'm so excited. And for those of you that are listening in the Philippines and are attending, I will see you very, very soon. Are you excited on what God is doing all over the world? Everywhere there is a move of God that is so unprecedented. And it's going to happen amongst our youth here also in North America. And that is very exciting. Our young people will be in fire for Jesus. And you know what? You and I need to focus on Jesus. We need to get busy implementing God's ways of doing things in every sector of society, and we need to receive and really walk God's plan for the body of Christ, because it will be fulfilled. Amen? God is faithful. This has been decided, and God is not going to change his mind. So focus on him. This is very exciting times that we're in. In Revelation 11:15 says, in part, and I'm going to read from New Living Translation. It says, The world has now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. And of his Christ, meaning the body of Christ. This is where we need to focus on as far as the prophecy in the book of Revelation. We cannot add or take away any of those prophecies contained in the book and the end for the body of Christ. Don't be alarmed with what is happening around us, but the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. And his Christ means Christ is anointed one and his anointing. So if it says his Christ, it means to say we, the body of Christ. So the end times, or what we call the end of the world, is a great news for the believers, for those who follow our Lord Jesus Christ. We will be at the helm. Jesus cannot come, not unless the body of Christ is a glorious church, not unless we are at the helm and we are implementing and have implemented God's ways of doing things and his plan in this world in our lifetime. 
Focus on the greatness of our God and His plan for your life. As long as you're still breathing, as long as you're still here on earth, you still have a destiny to fulfill, that God has a need for you still. And let us stop blaming God for the bad things that are happening in our lives or all over the world. Yes, some are judgments. Some nations of the world are now harvesting what they have sowed. And as far as the bad things, that is not how God operates. All good things come from Him. Stay focused and keep your eyes on Jesus, the perfecter of our faith. Things will start getting more interesting, actually. It is a season of great harvest of souls all over the world. If there are wars and rumors of wars, pestilence and plagues, like the things that are happening right now, let us look towards Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, and take the challenges of our times as opportunities to bring glory to God, to win souls for our Lord Jesus Christ. Do not give in to fear. Fear is not from the Lord. Remember, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, of sound mind, and of power. Those good things came from God. And at the same time, God will never, never judge the wicked with the righteous. We are always protected. Keep that in mind. In Psalm chapter 3, verse 8, NIV version, From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessings be on your people. Psalm 37, verse 39, The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. In John chapter 10, verse 10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And listen to this. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's why Jesus came, for us to have life and have it abundantly. All good things come from the Lord, no bad things from Him. And why are bad things happening all over the world? The body of Christ need to mature. The scripture is very clear. God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They are not operating in the kingdom of our God. So now God is calling those that are called in the leadership position. Take your post, obey your instruction from the Lord, and believe, trust Him. We need to make disciples. Discipleships has to be norm again, a mandatory for all believers. And discipleship should not be a bad word, because God disciplines or instructs those that He loves. As we are now living in the book of Revelation, and this is the most exciting part, because Revelation chapter 1 verse 1 is very clear. It says this book, the book of Revelation, is about revelation of Christ. We will see, understand, and behold our Lord Jesus Christ in his glory 
we will have clear understanding of his plan for your life and mine, and we will not get into superficial Christianity or religiosity, but we will go to a greater, deeper relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, and he will draw all men to him. He will draw nations of the earth to himself. After all, the people of the earth are his inheritance, treasured possession. The whole earth belongs to the Lord. And because of him, we were adopted into sonship and became joint heirs with him here on earth. So whatever the Lord owns, we also own. And he owns the whole world. And we are supposed and we are destined to be at the helm, making disciples, implementing his ways of doing things. And the foreigners of the covenant will be our workers. They will report to us. That is the end outcome. Because the Lord has decreed it before the beginning of time that the body of Christ will be overcomers. We will be victorious. So you and I are the one who will implement his ways of doing things and get ready to receive blessings. We are the harvesters in these last days together with the angels of the Lord here on earth. We are the implementers and we will become what God has planned us to be. In Revelation 1.6 and Revelation 5.10 will come to pass. What is Revelation 1.6 and 5.10? It will be better for you to read it on King James Version. God has created us to be kings and priests, to rule and reign with him here on earth. Not hereafter, but here on earth. Amen. That is very interesting. I hope you're as interested and exciting as I am. The one thing that you will going to notice if you are one of those that are really looking for something greater, for looking for signs and wondering where is the power of the church, like in the book of Acts. Well, you are one of those nameless, faceless people that will be equipped for these last days. Count yourself in. Don't ever disqualify yourself. And just like I touched on last week, that for the Christians, for the believers of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are the time clock for the coming of the Lord. For those that are operating under the new covenant and for the nations of the earth, Israel is their time clock, but not for us. We are God's time clock. The Lord is coming here on earth as Lord of lords and King of kings when we, the bad of Christ, are at the helm. That's the timing. In Psalm 110 verse 1, it says very, very clearly, The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. You know, when we started branching out in the ministry, we have this lady who came to our house 
brought about 20 or 25 volumes of videos that she wants us to watch. It's all about eschatology. It's always about the Antichrist. And it really shook me because what those video is teaching, just like most of those eschatologies, is just like about the Antichrist, about everything bad is going to happen as if you can do anything about it. You see what I'm saying? And then there was a big deliberations and arguments about whether you're pre-trib, whether you're mid-trib or post-tribulation. I just got so upset and I was like, I don't care. I just want to make it. I just want to make it through and be counted worthy and to be acknowledged by Jesus and to hear Jesus to say, well done. But Mike and I were in California, and this thing is nagging me. Why are all these books our bestsellers, and they did not instill any faith from me? And I'm talking from experience. Instead, it's fear. They instill fear upon people. And I asked the Lord and said, Lord, I reject this. You just have to tell me, when are you coming? When is your return? I know I don't need to know the dates, but please tell me, give me a clue of your coming because I don't want to read these books. I don't want to watch this video. They don't glorify you and it's just like it weakens the church and it brings fear and I don't want it. And the Lord said, you're right, Christina. When I'm coming, and he quoted me Psalm 110 verse 1. Sit at my right hand until, that word until, I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. And I said like, oh my gosh, the until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet, it means to say he's not coming back. He will remain seated at the right hand of Father God. So the word until, that is our sign, that is our time clock. So it is up to the body of Christ to put God's enemies a footstool for his feet by us obeying and being led by the Holy Spirit, saturate ourselves with the word. It doesn't matter what you hear or feel. You have to focus on what the Lord is saying to us, to the church at this time, what the Lord is saying to you. See, it is up to us. So therefore. When the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence manifest in the body of Christ, you know that Jesus is coming very, very soon. The signs are not the earthquakes, not the pestilence, not wars and rumors of wars. You know what? Those are not. They're just birth pains, according to Jesus in Matthew chapter 24. Jesus is coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and we are those kings and we are those lords because of Revelation 1.6 and Revelation 5.10. He is coming back in his glory. Amen? He's not coming back until the body of Christ or the bride of Christ, the church, will emerge as a glorious and influential church. Just as I said numerous times in this radio broadcast, focus on him. Do not focus on people. 
do not focus on what is happening in the nation of Israel. We are aligned with Israel, okay? This is where we're going to spend eternity with Jesus. That's why we love that country. And we were made joint heirs with the nation of Israel because of the cross. God's plan on the nation of Israel will also come to pass. But in the meantime, we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Christians need to focus on him. In Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2, this is also in Micah chapter 4 verse 1, this is about Israel. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. Talking about Jerusalem. Now, what will come to pass is the plan of God for the body of Christ, whether you are in it or not. Focus on what God is saying to the body of Christ especially this year, especially this season. It is high time for the body of Christ to mature. Focus on who you are, believe and walk your faith, live your faith, exercise your faith, and rely on the Holy Spirit to teach you and illuminate and give you understanding about the Word of God. Focus on Joel 2.28. If you read the entire chapter of Joel, the second chapter, before the prophecy in Joel 2.28, God has promised a restoration for the nation of Israel. And once restoration was done, it says, and afterward, after all these restorations will come, it says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. That's Joel 2.28. After Pentecost, the time clock for the fulfillment of that prophecy took place when the 120 at the upper room got baptized by the Holy Spirit. The apostle Peter also confirmed this prophecy coming to pass in Acts chapter 2, verse 17. And the prophecy for 2020 is this that was released in December 31st, that starting this year, there will be clarity and understanding of the signs of the times because of the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always remember, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, starting this year, there will be clarity and understanding of the signs of the times that we're in because of the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is that simple, simple and yet profound and powerful. The timetable has been set for greater things, for manifestation of greater glory and manifestations of signs and wonders, and more importantly, the implementation of God's ways of doing things here on earth in every sector of society. As I have said before, and I'll keep on repeating it again until it will come into our inmost being that we will always remember. The body of Christ will emerge in this time 
as a glorious and influential church. The way the government that we see now and being implemented in the body of Christ, that is not the true government of our God. What happened is that we marry the methods and the laws and traditions with the Old Testament and married them with the New Testament. And it's not going to happen that way because God is very clear. He found fault in the old law and he made a promise that he will cut a new covenant that we will honor and worship him in spirit and in truth. And because of the Holy Spirit, from the least to the greatest, they will all know God. That was a determination that was done in the past. And the government of the traditions and the hierarchy of the church is wrong. And we are going back to the leading of the Holy Spirit, that we receive the empowerment from the Holy Spirit, and that the five offices will be working side by side together. And we will stop saying that everybody needs to be under a pastor. Because if we're going to read Ephesians 2.19 and 2.20, in order for us to operate in the kingdom of our God, it says that we no longer foreigners and aliens, but we are a member of the household of God. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we are going to be built by the apostles and prophets in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. So now, for many years, the Lord had me release a prophecy that the apostles and prophets will take a center stage. It is happening now. And because of the traditions of men, the Holy Spirit is getting poured out now among the young people because they don't have that religiosity. Most of them, they rejected the traditions of men and the religiosity and man-made doctrines. They want the power of God. And now, the Holy Spirit, the power of God, is manifesting among the young people all over the world. And you and I need to get cleaned up and needs to adjust and adapt and yield to the move of the Holy Spirit so that we will not have any regret. And we have another powerful prophecy that I am going to release to the body of Christ on Sunday through our live streaming. And there is something that I know that I shared with you probably a few years ago, that the Lord woke me up early in the morning and he put the core team right in front of me. And I said, okay, what do you see? For example, Joshua, what do you see? Joshua, Joshua is a producer. Joshua is a tycoon. And uh, what do you see? James, my middle child. What do you see, James? I see James being artistic, a developer, a financier. And same thing with my daughter, Erica. And same thing with the core team. And then the Lord, only God can do this, okay? I was suspended between heaven and earth, and I was looking at myself. The Lord presented me, and the Lord told me, and said, you know how I see you, Christina? A tycoon. And I look at God and said, God, I turn around, you don't see the face of God, okay? But I turn around and I says, like, God, I have forgotten that word. So I started releasing it 
the, the core team to the body of Christ in which I am going to do in the Philippines too during this leadership conference. And now for this 2020, the time clock, it has been appointed by God that that particular area on how he sees his people as influential, as powerful, as awesome, as financial of the kingdom of God is going to manifest starting this year. And I'm running out of time. So join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road. I am going to share more of this prophecy. I'm sorry, I don't have that much time. But if you cannot make it, we are live streaming at exactly 11 o'clock, SOGMI.org. And if you still cannot make that, you can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and you'll be able to hear it. Take it into heart and apply things to yourself and only believe because God is counting on you and his plan for your life is to bless you and not to harm you and give you hope in a future that you will be able to give hope to others by preaching the gospel of good news. Amen. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.